Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 71 for Wednesday, July 22nd. I'm Alex Uwe here today with Alex Rudy, Farbo Markazi, and Ray Estrada. How are you guys doing? Doing really, really good. Season's about to start, so how can you not be? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two days away from the start of the 2020 season. I didn't think I'd see the day. Um... Yeah, a lot's going on. It's it's been it's been a weird year. It still is very much a weird year. At least we have this to uh, to fill up some of our attention now to uh, to give us a little outlet of fun. No fans in stadiums, at least for right now, it seems, and we will be watching these players, uh, you know, go go head to head and and travel around and, and play baseball. But hopefully, they do it safely. And we'll try to treat it as normally as possible. But it is going to be whack this season is. Make no mistake. There's going to be a lot of craziness going on. And we are here today, as we would in a normal season, to deliver our preseason predictions. That includes you know, division winners, playoff alignments, and our major award winners. MVPs, Cy Youngs, and Rookies of the Year. So... We're going to go ahead and, and get into that in just a second. Uh, is, there, is there anything else that you guys want to say, though, before we, we dive right into our predictions about the start of the season and just the return of baseball, the long-awaited return? Yeah, um, just one thing about the predictions. Vita Shift has never been wrong, so what we say now, <laughs> one of us is going to have at least the right answers. Yes, disclaimer. We should have should have thrown that up there. I just can't believe baseball is actually coming back. It really seemed like for a long time. I think all of us had the shared opinion that it was not going to actually. So we were not going with the glass half full um, uh, method. We were very pessimistic about baseball. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So for now, we'll try to be as optimistic as possible because why not? We we could use it. So let's let's go ahead and start then, shall we? I think the, uh, the, the best place to start would be just by going through division winners. No? Do you, do you agree we should start with, with team playoff charts That's versus, uh, and then finish up with the, uh, the player awards? All right, let's do it. So let's start American League. Start with the best league. Sorry, Ray. Um, and... How, how let's go west west to east why not so let's start with the al west winners who who do you think is going to win the al west in this 60 game season let's start with farbode making up this order on the fly of course i'm gonna get the flack for it but i think with no fans the cheaters are gonna win the west Boo. yes why would you get slack for that Boo. oh just because they're cheaters I, I like they're they're a very You're not rooting team. for them though. No, I'm not rooting for them whatsoever. Um, I don't want them to win the West, but I that's my prediction. I'm just booing to reflect the the general audience. Don't don't mind me. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that uh is that Mermaid Man? Indeed. <laughs> Fantastic. Every villain is lemons. You gotta say it in the, the dramatic news anchor voice. That that was the best part. All right, well, so so that one's not not so uh so new anyway. We're we're a little used to 
the Astros winning the West at this point. Let's let's go next with Rudy. Who do you have winning the AL West? I mean, I don't, I think it's gonna be Astros for sure, regardless of buying or not. Ah, why is every everybody wants? Okay, it's not that you want the Astros to win. Of course, nobody wants the Astros to do anything. Um, Three of them got hit today. Yeah, do you think that's gonna be a thing? Astros getting yes. hit for hey, for it's, how and it's illegal so, to fight long? now. So wait, can I, can I, I ask a serious question? How did that guy not get? ejected for doing you can't hit two guys in a row they weren't i don't they, they weren't I don't really think like, they were intentional like they weren't you know square in the middle of the back yeah right. like the, sliders the and ankles he, i mean if you look well, at the i mean not too big a hit on like a half swing and Bregman like got yeah. raised on his hip yeah if you look that. at the game situation it was not something that like no one on and it was a just a ball directly in his back i think we could have chalked that one up to poor command at that point but i do think that they're gonna get some sort of um uh beaning from from opposing pitchers this year all right well follow up to that if you do anticipate some some high some high tempers and and balls intentionally being thrown do you think what what do you think brawls are gonna look like i can't imagine those are part of brawls are illegal coronavirus concerns so so yeah exactly you're, you're but to approach a pitcher. so that's why but i think, I think uh, do you do you think that the rules are, are really going to be coming into play if if you know alex bregman gets a ball thrown at his head and do you, you guys know? think a twenty thousand dollar fine is gonna like i like i'm not no, saying that's fine suspensions. But, okay yeah but like they grant suspensions I, for brawls normally <laughs> yeah i guess I mean, I was talking to Rudy and Uwe about this yesterday, but one of the reasons I'm glad they're doing fan sounds for the NBA is the sounds that the the things that players say on like to each other on the field. I can't imagine what we'd hear during a brawl in the MLB. But well, yeah, I, we've we've heard bits and pieces over the years. That's for sure. So it remains to be seen. Ray, who do you have winning the AL West? Uh, because there is no justice in this world, uh, the Houston Trastros <laughs> is my prediction. All right. Well, we've discussed the Astros quite a bit yeah. at this point. They are a different Astros team than last year. Granted, they don't have Garrett yeah. Cole. They that's about well, it. Both they lose. They lose anybody else. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't lose anybody else. Cole's a big loss, but they didn't really lose anybody else. They, they sign anybody? anybody. Dustin Garneau is their only uh, outside. Is there only like non-resigned free agent? Wow. All right. Yeah, they're they're going to be interesting to watch, definitely. Uh, for you know, beyond just the the tempers flare. I think the. Go ahead. <laughs> I, they're they're just interesting. That's that's mostly what I had to yeah. say. Well, I'm going to be interesting, and I'm not think... going to say the Astros are going to win the West. Myself. Can I say one more comment on the Astros then before you yes. put your I'll leave, in? I'll I leave everyone quickly, in suspense. I think they are getting weirdly underrated because they're so hated to some degree and underestimated. So, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. this team was cheating or not cheating. They've been they're an still a great team. team 
in the past couple of years. And I think the loss of Garrett Cole is heavily, heavily mitigated by the new structure this current season. So that's all I wanted to add. Yeah, they're still pretty darn scary. But also, I think, as with many of my predictions, 60 games, anything can happen. And I'm going to be bold, and I'm going to say that the other Texas team, the Texas Rangers, are going to win the AOS. West. What? But that is my that is one of my bolder what? ones out there. Okay, this is interesting. They I, have I all the other teams to win the division. You would, I, they're yeah. That, that's just insulting. That. Insulting. Who who's insulted? The Angels. To me. The Angels stink. <laughs> the, yeah, an, okay. the Angel think the Angels without Mike Trout for what like fifteen percent of their season, most likely maybe. 10 to 15% of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I I like the Angels a lot. I just they weren't my bold they weren't my bold go to. I looked I looked at the the teams that were in the mix there and and the Rangers looked like a real one to me. They they did a lot of interesting things. I, for one, they have Corey Kluber now who I know didn't play much last year, but he's had lots and lots of time to heal up and rest up and get right. And conventionally, a very good down-the-stretch pitcher, which I don't know will have any bearing on that, but their their pitching staff starts with with Lance Lynn, Corey Kluber, Mike Miner. That's that's a really good top three right there. I'm they do have they do have a formidable fourth as well, who I'm not thinking of right now. Somebody else who they acquired, I believe. Yes, I'm Gibson. Kyle Gibson. You know, not not lighten up any any guns there and and what i think could be a low-key really good offense so has anyone considered how close their ballpark on the inside looks to minimate their new ballpark yeah and you know maybe there's some, some on the outside it looks like there's a another, barn there's another thing yeah i mean on the outside it looks like a barn on the inside it looks like the astros hmm. but that's just me I can see it because I think the the way the roof retracts is kind of a similar look. I can see that. Can you see my prediction at all, or is is that just like too I too no. insulting? Yeah, I I I, I think the it. the A's and the the A's are. I feel like you're really underrating compared to the Rangers. Yeah, I am. I am because I think the A's pitching is was extremely overperforming last year. And but Mike Miner wasn't. Yeah, Mike Miner's good. Well, the A's okay. The A's do oh, have yeah. the Jesus Lazardo factor. Like Frankie Montas was their best pitcher last year, and you know, like he's he's good. Don't get me wrong. Like I think he can be quite good. Him and Lazardo could be a double-barreled force. That's true. But the rest of their rotation, I don't like. I don't think much of it at all. Mike Fires pitched out of his mind last year, and I think he is more likely to be normal Mike Fires. There's a, there's a lot of things like the A's obviously have that magic to them as well. Really talented team. I just I just don't quite see it. I feel like you're putting a lot of faith in a team projected to start potentially Todd Frazier and Greg Bird on opening day in their infield. You think Greg Bird is going to start? That'd be crazy. I mean, I don't... He's been <laughs> so <laughs> accomplished. Career, I don't possibly twenty nine hitter. I, I think they have offensive pieces in guys like well Willie Calhoun isn't going to be ready at the start that that's not a good example but like Nick Solak uh, Sinchu Chu is still like as good of a leadoff hitter as ever Joey Gallo 
But isn't the A's offense, if you're going offense, isn't the A's offense better? Like, are you putting that much? Are you putting that much emphasis on how much you think the A's pitching is going (laughs) to like? Do you think the A's pitching is going to fall off that much though? It's an admittedly bold prediction. Yes, it is. I yeah, but this isn't even our bold prediction for the sake of being bold. Oh my gosh! Okay, it kind of is, but also like I I just don't feel the A's. (laughs) I honestly just don't feel the A's this year. Maybe I, I could be proven really wrong. Okay. Um, right. Let's let's keep going. Uh, AL I have a feeling the national. The, oh, are we going AL still? Um, yeah, let's do all the AL. I, uh, I feel like the AL teams are a little bit more set in stone. I have the Twins winning the Central. Okay. Um, Rudy, who do you have? They're, they're a good team. They are very I good I have team. the Twins as well, and I also agree that they are a good team. All right, Ray. Yes. Ray, do you have the Twins, by chance? I have Twins, but I mean, I there's a couple other interesting teams in the Central that I think will make it a tighter race than we're thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you yeah, I mean, you don't Indians seem excited and about it. you know are cannot be underestimated. Of course, I mean, you still have Francisco Lindor, um, amongst many other talented players, and the White Sox are probably the most interesting team I feel like in this division this year, with Ray, all the moves and plus the prospects. Mm, it's, yeah, potentially. I, I do have the Twins as well. So I assume so it's that cool. we picked the Royals? No, it's... <laughs> that would be par <laughs> no, for the course, the yes. We went with the Tigers. That would be par for the course. No, I, I do have the Twins as well, just because they are... I I, I, I like the, the new the new additions. They're, they're a force to be reckoned with. The williams Ostadio factor is there too. No, he's, he, I don't think he's playing even, is he? I don't know. Well, El Tortuga. I thought you would know. <laughs> it's La Tortuga. Isn't it La Tortuga? It's La Tortuga. Oh, Spanish. Tortuga. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Donaldson on the Twins just uh, almost yeah. seems unfair. Yeah. I think the only thing for me that's concerning for them is that I don't like trust any of their pitchers except for Barrios to like in like the playoffs. But this is obviously a, I don't even trust season. Barrios in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> There's. There's that factor so, as well. Like, I think that, they just like, have the capabilities. I want to go as far to say that they're going to break their postseason curse of not winning a, a series this year, but I don't see any well, other team. The Yankees, they will. Complete. I love I love playing them every every October. Bring it on, there. bring it on. All right, so <laughs> clean sweep for the Twins for our predictions there. Uh, AL East, this is a fun one. It always I is. have um, the Tampa Bay Rays. And I know that's gonna. Be, yeah. I know. I, I know that's gonna put some heat under the, um, uh, on Rudy and Uwe, But I, the Rays are just so good. They have the pitching, and I mean, I, I, I mean, go with the. They're they're used to playing in an empty ballpark. I don't think the <laughs> no, no fans thing is gonna really mess with them. I, that's a great day. I I feel like the A's are an a, are a Rays light. They're they're good, but they're not like the as good as the Rays right now. I, yeah. I, I got lost on which order you said that in too. I, I was like waiting. I was like, wait, which one's the light version of the the, the A's? The A's are the Rays light. So the so Rays are the, better. Yes, I agree. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rudy. I mean, listen, I think the Rays are really good. And I think they'll come up later in my predictions for the wild cards. Um, but I don't see how the Yankees can't be the presumed favorite. I mean, even with Severino out. Um, the the late start to the season was a gift to them. I mean, they're going to get 
uh, uh, Judge, Hicks, and Stanton, and Paxton all healthy. Yes, Chapman's going to start the season on the uh, illness list, and um, Tanaka, I think, is going to assist for a start. But I just think they're even – I'm trying to be unbiased, but I still think they're a juggernaut. I don't see how they don't win the division. I think it would be a massive disappointment if they don't, to be honest. Yeah, certainly a disappointment if they don't come up, come away with it with the team they have. Uh, Ray? As much as I like the, the Rays pick, I still think the Yankees are the class of this division. And, uh, yeah. We'll see. They're gonna, we'll they're gonna we'll see. We'll I, see. I could even the Rays winning it. Again, it's 60 games. I could see them. So, ooh, you're going to go with the Orioles here? Yes. <laughs> no, it's it's the Yankees. You know, going I, the you know me. I, I make bold predictions. I don't. And I, I gonna go with the Blue I don't bet against my own team. I'm not betting. I'm not wagering. I'm not like picking favorites. But I I truly believe in the, the team that the Yankees have, and that's not to say that the that they're not gonna get decimated by injuries again. Because honestly, like I I've come to expect only that. I I expect to see a team that's that's led by Clint Frazier and, and Mike Talkman and Gio Urshela and or, and whoever else is gonna be new and leading the way. But I think even with those guys, like. Uh, those guys last year showed that they're division-winning squad, and if everything is fully, fully go, and you have your healthy Paxton, Judge, Stanton, Juggernaut lineup in rotation, then I'm all for that too. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's that's my take. Let's let's dive into the wild card picks that we have, and that'll give us a chance to talk about some other very high highly contending teams here i'm sure so farbode who are your two wild card picks well going going off the east i obviously have to put the yankees in there i'm not for the race pick i'm not saying it's not gonna be close i just like the race um and i wanted to make you guys mad uh and then i'm gonna be a homer and i'm gonna say for my second wild card it's going to be the angels okay all right homer angels interesting so do you think to be honest do you really think as we kind of briefly mentioned before, do you think they can make up for missing Trout's production in this short of a season to really make this a wild card spot? You know, I don't think it's, anything can make up for Trout's production. I think um, overall, Tommy Lastella. I'm, I'm kind of betting on the fact that bring back Johnny G. Yeah, Johnny G. <laughs> hopefully, with the fact that Ren, Rendon's oblique is okay, and I feel like the team will at least float around a little bit, or anything can happen in 60 games. So I'm being a homer, but I do think there's a small, slight chance that the Angels do make a wild card. Fair enough. Did I miss something, or is Mike Trout playing? He is. He, he just, is he, playing, he, but he's, he's going to have to take a certain amount of time off when his wife actually gives birth. Man's oh, pregnant. Okay. Yeah, she's due early August. Okay. Did you say man's is pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> else do you say it also I, I think it's a, a crime not to mention Shogo Otani's name in there and I, I would want nothing more than to see him carry a team for an entire for a short 60 game stretch and just do it all himself so there's that he's gonna yeah he's gonna get all of the Sunday games on the mound and then he's gonna um, hit probably Tuesday through Saturday uh, Tuesday through Friday so He's going to be a big part of the team regardless, and I think we'll see that coming up in our later predictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, Rudy next. I think I'm going to go with the Rays. I see them 
really a cut above everyone else for that first wild card spot. And then for the second, I think I actually am going to disagree with your A's analysis before. I see what you mean in terms of the pitching staff. It is a little wonky, but I just don't see any other pitching staff out of the teams that we're left with that gives me so much more confidence that um, it overcomes my faith in the A's offense, defense, Chris Davis's consistency to bat 247 every year. Uh-huh. And didn't, though. the general money ball uh, wonkiness that they seem to have every season regardless of talent yeah obviously the a's are really good i just i'm not feeling it myself i don't have better analysis than that they're a really good team still (laughs) ray who you got uh i'm aligning with farboda i have the rays and the angels again i think we all have the angels that the rays are i think they can ride that offense even with you know trout missing some time like it's really potent offense and this this short of a season can hide the the, pitch, the lack of pitching depth I think, and you know we all know that Joe Madden is like weird with stuff like this. So he, he I would also to get into the postseason. To touch on that, mm-hmm. also Joe Madden is interesting down the stretch, especially, but also I think a combination of that and the sixty games and Mickey Callaway. He was a terrible manager, but great pitching coach. So I'm hopeful that the pitching staff is at least going to be slightly better than that last year mm. yeah that, that's true uh and then i i'm gonna say something before i uh before oh, I, no. I say my picks that is gonna it's the royals and the orioles it's gonna completely contradict no, the free agent my that's no. gonna it's gonna completely shoot my rangers pick even more in the foot than than, I, than it already looks <laughs> but you you talk about how you think a sixty game season can can mask lackluster starting pitching performance. It, it definitely can't mask a lackluster bullpen, and the Angels don't have that. The Rangers arguably even worse. So that's again like just I'll take I'll wear it. I'm wearing this one. It's it's my prediction. It's just a dumb prediction, okay? But I'm sticking with it, and. That's 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 a factor that I think gives the Rays a huge advantage. I have them as the top wild card team as well, and the Astros in there too. I, I'm not completely neglecting the Astros. Um, they're still a super scary team, and there's no way they like can't miss the playoffs. So the sake of argument, <laughs> if, if the range, if in theoretically, if the Astros did win the division for you, would you have the Rangers as your second wild card? Uh no, all or nothing. No, I I don't know, man. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's I I I think that the Rangers have potential to do like to do really fun things with their team. I I don't know. They they have they have Jeff Mathis for crying out loud. Like how can you be rooting against them? You told me. Yeah. So Tampa Bay Houston wild card game rematch from last year's division series and. And we will get to the – should we just finish the American League side of things? Maybe that's how we should do it. So we'll give our playoff predictions as well. Who do you have making it to we'll, – we'll skip the wild card game, and that'll, that'll I guess, be talked about if, if you feel it necessary. But who do you see making it to the ALCS out of these playoff teams that you selected, Farbode? I have the Astros and the Rays. Astros and Rays. 
Okay. So we just we just talked about that being a, uh, a rematch right there, and a good one at that, a really good one. Uh, okay, Rudy, who do you have? So who do I have making it to the championship series? Essentially, yeah. I think it yeah. would for me it have to be the Yankees and the Astros. Two Astros. I don't know if my heart can take it again. <laughs> it would be the video cam sign stealing face off of the century. <laughs> Apple Watch. Yeah. Uh, Ray, who do you have? Uh, I'll go bold and take Ray's twins. Two Rays, two Astros. Are the, the twins who twins are the twins will meeting? avoid the Yankees? Oh, okay, good. Because by playing the Astros in the LDS and beating the Astros, and then the Rays will win the wild card and defeat the Yankees mm. in the LDS. Well, I have the Rays and the Yankees squaring up in the ALCS, believe it or not. So I also think the Rays have good, really good playoff potential here. And I, I, the way the way I see it based on based on what I had there is that the uh, the the twins would well, I don't even know how I have that worked out it, it's too much thinking for me I have the race yeah, it, it works it checks out I, I made sure it, it's fine <laughs> it can be done the math checks out math checks out all right well let's let's finish off the al side of it. Uh, we won't reveal who we think will win the World Series, but we'll reveal who is who we think will be the AL champion of that. Maybe we should have said that as we went. Let's just say yeah. it real quick. <laughs> I was curious about that. I just, well, went, with, I just went with it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I have the Rays and the Astros. I have the Rays beating the Cheaters to um, to make it to the World Series. Okay. Wow. A plus for you. I mean. I- I think it's clearly the Yankees. I I think you guys are putting a lot of faith in the Rays' offense. I mean, I, I get it. their pitching is their bullpen, their starting pitchers. Like it's excellent. I'm not trying to downplay it, but I I think like who gets them their hits when they really need them in the playoffs? Austin Meadows can only do so much. I'm not trusting, you know, Hunter Renfro, Joey Wendell, Daniel Robertson, G-Man Choi. Like these are not the guys that name coming up to the yeah. plate for. A, clutch hit in the playoffs for me. I, I'm going to really disagree with this much faith being put on pitching in a weird, wonky season. I'm looking at Yandy Diaz personally. What? I'm looking at Yandy Diaz personally. He ain't no Gliber Torres, Aaron oh, Judge, Mike Finn. How about Hunter Renfro? Remember he's a Ray? How about that one? Who remembered that part? That was so was Manny I, mean, I, just, I just said it. You did? Oh, I didn't miss you that. You did just say it. Okay, you did. You remembered. Okay. All right. So that's clear. Rudy is going with the Yankees. Ray? Uh, I'll have the Rays beating the Twins in the LCS. Cool. Yes. I, I, I'm going to, you know, how I, how I said I, I don't go against my team. I That was a mis, misdirect. I, I have the Rays in the World Series beating the Yankees in the ALCS. I can't believe I'm in the minority with this. I'm shocked, honestly. <laughs> I, you guys not convince me that. I mean, if you look at the odds, the odds do not agree with you. Anything so, can I, happen. I can at least know that. Normally, odds are not favored the Nationals last year. Like they, they won the freaking World Series. So the, the odds don't always agree, especially in baseball. Any and in sixty games, anything can happen. It's true. Like in, we in all may be series. Anything. But also in sixty games, the presumptive favorite can just win. 
Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. That's why we uh, still we have the, be, well, the playoffs are the same, playoff, to be fair. Right. <laughs> we, so. could, we, we could be completely wrong, or we could be completely right, and the Rangers go on to win it all. Who knows? Um, a lot can happen in 60 games. You heard it here first, folks. You guys, you guys, the Rays are plus 17.33 to win the World Series. That's below the Twins and the Braves and the Astros, as well as the Yankees and the Dodgers. I'm just that saying, makes sense. I feel like I'm in the majority with this. Terms of current odds, make me right, like, like, what? Sorry. It makes sense in terms of like how how you know odds makers make odds, but that doesn't mean that we can't predict them to win. Yeah, you can predict whatever you want. You can predict, you know, the Nashville free agent team to win, but I just I, I feel like <laughs> gonna carry him. Huh? Yeah, CL please gonna carry them. Yeah, exactly. Touche. Well, we can agree on that at least. <laughs> All right, on to the National League. Thanks, Parvod. You want to start with the West? Well, okay. Uh, does anyone have anything other than the Dodgers? No, I do. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, I do. <laughs> <laughs> plays in the West even. Then, then West, the Padres, the Giants, and the Rockies, I'm, and no, the Diamondbacks. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I was just trying to be dismissive of the, the division. Yeah. Boo. Okay. Um. So the Dodgers are the winner. Yeah, Farbod, you're facilitating now. Go, go for it. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we're going to the Central. Does is anyone else mad at the Dodgers pick? Speak with more conviction. You tell us where we're going. We're going to the Central. All right. We're we're going <laughs> to the National League Central. Ray, go. Uh, I have the St. Louis Cardinals winning outside of like. I mean, I don't know. It's Tommy kind of Edmund up last year. It's yeah, Tommy Edmund, Paul Goldschmidt, Jack Flaherty. It's like that. That division is such a crapshoot. So this division is yeah. Rudy, go. <laughs> this division is, it is very yeah. I agree with that. Um, I was gonna comment, but I was gonna wait till it's my turn. I'm just gonna go with the Reds, just because I feel like they're a fun new team. I like the moves they made this off season, but. I have no conviction in it. Uh, I'm going to skip you, Ui, and I'm going to button right here. I have full conviction that the Reds are going to win the division. Oh, ho, ho. little did you know that I also picked the Reds, the not-so-underdog-underdog underdog Reds. The Rangers yeah. are really just the Reds of the AL, and none of, and, and none of you seem to to care that we we all have like this the Cincinnati team in here just because they're fun and they did a lot of stuff. Are the Rangers the Reds, the the Reds have a good the AL. The Reds have a good offense. <laughs> Reds have a good offense, Musakis and then Castellanos at DH would be huge for them. Their pitching's good enough. They might have a Cy Young award winner on their team. I I I think the Reds are Gonna win this division. It's such a crapshoot. Anyone could win, but I think the Reds are gonna come out on top. Oh yeah, NLDHs are a thing. I guess that's worth that's worth considering as well. Yeah, yeah. So moving moving on to the NL East. Ui, your turn. Oh my, we're just going wild with the order here. (laughs) (laughs) You have you have to be ready. I I am ready. You have. Mine is just. I don't know if you guys are ready. I have the Mets winning the East. Whoa! Holy crap! I you gotta, I you gotta say, save me for I later. You know I'm a you know I'm a loose cannon. 
You know what? You know what I will say though. I think that's a way better pick than the Rangers pick. That, that at least they're all better than the Rangers pick, Rudy. That's not. <laughs> that's not a hot take. Who is ready to change his Rangers pick right now? No, I'm like, sticking is, with it no matter what. But I will trash it the whole time. <laughs> it's gonna happen, and I'm not gonna like it. Jesus, so, the Mets are, you, are really are good. Gonna, <laughs> really... The the Mets are. Um, next. Rudy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Braves, even with with or without Yasiel Puig. Uh, I think they have – I think they're the most complete team on paper. They haven't proved it yet, really, in a full season with this squad, but I think they made enough additions this year that this is finally their time. They had, pitch, they had pitchers to their rotation. I can't recall. Um, yeah. Hamels. Oh, yeah. The one-year deal. Uh, I'm going with the Philadelphia Phillies. The team is always like, oh, yeah, we're going to finally finish 500. And then they have an awful August and September out of a 162-game season. So I think they're going to have a good 60-game season. And then they're going to win the East. They got Didi. uh, They got Nola. They got Harper. I like like their team. They got a new manager in Girardi who's not going to blow things up like Kapler did. I like him. I do like Joe Girardi. Well, I feel like Kapler does, though. See, that's you got. Yeah, I can't underrate that. I, I don't have the, the Phillies finishing above the Mets. Um, my winner of the division, though, is the Atlanta Braves. I think um, everything I agree with everything Rudy said. They also have the National League um, most valuable player on their team. So, I fully, I have full conviction that the Braves will win, win the East. Wait, they do? Yes. They're going to Christian Yelich. Braves? <laughs> the 2020 National. Oh, 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 oh. you're 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 throwing uh, them a te- you're throwing them a teaser. Okay. Yeah, uh, you confused yes. the heck out of me there. Gosh. I I thought maybe we were going to have four different uh guesses for the uh Bellinger. Bellinger plays for the Braves now? <laughs> oh yeah, Yelich didn't win, huh? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> he deserved right. it. <laughs> well, let's... For the uh, wild card picks. Yeah. Um, Rudy, go. <laughs> For the... I, I missed it. What, what was... What, what wild card. NL wild, wild card. What? NL wild card. NL wild card. Okay. Um, I think my first one is going to be... You know, it's interesting. I thought that none of you guys have the Nationals even making it... Made, that's, what I, that's why I said I, I thought that yeah. we would have four different teams from the East so, based on that. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think I think I have to give them just the respect. I know they lost Rendon, so their offense is a little discouraging. But I feel like... I, I think their pitching will just keep them in so many games that I, just, I, I think they're going to get a wild-card spot. And then... You know, what's interesting is I totally kind of ignored the Phillies and the Mets as even being real playoff contenders before you guys brought them up. So that's kind of making me real rethink my um, wild card logic here. But I think, once again, I'm just going to kind of trust the consistency and the Cardinals have just performed so well over the past uh, history of baseball, I guess, <laughs> to be honest. But, um you know, specifically, I feel like they've overperformed their talent a lot lately, and I don't want to. I think they'll get the second best record in that division this year hmm. okay. to make the second wild card. Interesting, Ray. Uh, I also have the Nationals. I think 
I mean, last year they got to slow start and, you know, they, they had lost Harper, but that was also them having not won a World Series year before. So I think they ha- they'll have that confidence going into this year after losing Rendon. They still have the World Series MVP in Steven Strasburg. They have Juan Soto. I think the Nationals are good enough to earn a spot behind the Phillies. And then I'm going to go with a third NL East team for my second wild card and pick the Atlanta Braves. They're still definitely a very good team. So I'd like them to make the, the playoffs. And I just don't think the rest of the divisions um, in the Central and West are going to be good enough to beat the East. So you have the Mets finishing fourth in the East. Yeah, I would have them finishing well, fourth. While Uwe hasn't finishing first. Interesting. Uwe, what do you say to that? To that, I say, well, I'm just going to say my, my picks because <laughs> they'll, they'll kind of speak. Well, I don't know. Oh, so I have Washington as one of my, my spots as well. Uh, it's probably one of my more normal ones that I will that I will have in there prediction wise. I don't I, I don't think they have a whole lot left in terms of the uh, in in the luck tank because I think they used it all up last year in the in the in the playoffs. So I really don't know how it's gonna look, but I think they'll they'll find their way there. And then my other one is is gonna be a topic of conversation too. I'm sure uh, San Diego Padres. What? <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. I will say this before we even. Did, I I think the one thing I'll say, I think this is the core discussion then for this place. Um. So, and I think the variety of the NL that we've just mentioned, all predictions, just how different everyone's are overall, just kind of shows you how much how much closer all these teams are, except for the Dodgers, until um, to the AL in comparison. But I think then. Um, not to get too semantical, but I feel like then this is a very based on strength of schedule kind of conversation because to pr- like for Ray, for example, like I, is it even really possible for three teams to have good enough records in the same division to make the playoffs this season? Cause they only, they all play, you know, they all play each other for most of the games. Like, so when doesn't like a, a, a second team in a, a bad division, like the Padres have like a schedule advantage. Just I guess yeah. Theory. I mean, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Maybe still. it I, it does depend. I, yeah, because like multiple teams can do it if they just like absolutely smack the the bad teams, right? <laughs> That's I think it has more to do with the but the, then the low end wait, of teams in that division. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if they absolutely smack the bad teams, the they're still not going to have like like a huge advantage over any any team. I guess that would be possible in race scenario with the East. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm coming at it from the I guess kind of a similar approach that the the four teams, the four non division winners in the other divisions are gonna beat up on each other so much that they're gonna lose out to the Nationals and Braves. I I mean, to me the Mets are just gonna Mets and then the Marlins are gonna Marlins, so Wait, what? The, I don't know what that means. Those are two uh, very different teams. <laughs> I don't know. The the Mets to me I don't have much confidence in. I know they have like interesting pieces and stuff, but they just I don't know. Interesting. Well, <laughs> uh, moving forward, there's more, there's I, more discussions to be had. Yeah, I was actually when I was discuss- thinking of my Walker pick, I was also debating the what Rudy was bringing up about interdivisional. You can't have three teams likely in one division, especially in the strength of the schedule. With the strength of the schedule, so I was thinking about the Padres. I had to. Um, National East teams, but my number one wildcard team is going to be the New York Mets. 
And my number two is going to be the St. Louis Cardinals. That's pretty tame. Pretty tame predictions there. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's do the uh, the NLCS then. And I suppose we'll also say who we think is going to make it to the World Series from that game as well, instead of doing it separately like we did last time for some reason. <laughs> so, Farbode, why don't you just continue on and, and tell us tell us what's next. Um, you want me to say mine? Yeah, say yours. Okay, so I have the Dodgers and the Reds in the NLCS. You have the Reds going. You're, you're all yeah. in. And then, for the World Series, I have the upset for the Cincinnati Reds. Wow. They raise in the World Series. Ray, could you could your oh heart even take the Dodgers in the World Series this year? I mean, this. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care much about this season. Here's the thing: they're gonna win only because of the fact that when they do win, they're gonna get questions like, "Oh, they won a sixty game season." That's just the luck we're gonna have. That's See, that's the thing: if the Yankees win, I won't even mind that because people are disgruntled about the Yankees winning no matter what. So for like, for me, I feel like it won't make a difference. But I think that's a great point. That for but Dodgers. I've waited so I waited my entire life for yeah. the Dodgers World Series, and it's gonna come with like question marks on it. Well, not well, let's, let's hear. Astros, is it but... is it happening? Can you give the full yes. the full predictions? Yeah, the NL side and and all that, all the rest. Yeah, I have Dodgers Phillies in the NLCS. Dodgers and six. Dodgers will go on to beat the Rays. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. You're, you're a man who knows what is going to happen. I didn't know I'm we were going to do the World Series picks already. Um, but okay. Wait, you did. You just said the Reds are going to win the World Series. Oh, I did. No. Well, I mean, I was I was going to say that anyways, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you just said <laughs> that, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, Reds are going to win. Rudy, who do you somebody have? help me? Who do you have the NLCS in the World Series? Okay. Well, I think I have to have the Dodgers. So I, I'm, I'm assuming all of us are going to have that. Once we nope. and then, <laughs> what? No. Didn't you have the Dodgers playing the Reds in the NLCS? Oh, I thought you meant in the World Series. Yeah. Let's, yeah, I let's had just to... get, go ahead and give the rest of yours. Okay. And then I'm going to have them play the Braves. I don't buy the Reds quite this much. Okay. And who goes to the World Series out of that matchup? The Dodgers. And who wins the World Series between who did you have the Yankees and the Dodgers? I mean, of course, the Yankees. Attic, a kid. That's you love to hear it. Right, you, Uli. All right, be be gentle. I have I have the Mets and the Padres as the NLCS teams. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why you have and much faith in and the I'm gonna talk about the Padres for just a second because I didn't really get to when I picked them as a wild card team. You like Tatis this much? I do like Tatis a lot, but it's going to come back to something I said earlier that I think the strongest bullpen is going to come out on top they in do almost have a very every case. Bullpen. And the San Diego bullpen is nasty. They have they have the best clo- they have Kirby Yates who seems pretty reliably unhittable just because of how weird he throws in that splitter. Except like when that- he plays the Dodgers. Uh, whatever they they well even if he struggles they have they have plenty of other arms they have um what they have like Matt Strom they've Craig Stammen they have they have Emilio Pagan they have Emilio Pagan now yes that's another big addition they have the uh the hundred mile an hour flamethrower uh what's what's his name again uh I'm blanking on his name now um he he Drew pitched Pomeran. last year they have Drew Pomeranz <laughs> who's actually been been 
pitching well out of the bullpen for them. Um, you do you know who I'm thinking of, Ray? Do you know you do you know who I'm talking about? I, I'm blanking on his. I know he's a hard thrower for them. One more time, I I missed it. M- Michelle Baez. No, that's not who I was thinking of. Cal Quantrill. No, it was it was like Munoz or something. I can't Andres see Munoz. on the roster. Oh, no, it is Munoz. Yeah, yeah. It's Andres Munoz. Andres. Is that is I I I was looking for him on the roster and I can't see him here for some reason. I think he's hurt. Perhaps. Well, he's not like out for the year. I don't think. Says he's on the sixty day deal. That's not great. Um, but anyway, they have strong bullpen nonetheless, and that's that's my argument there. They have okay. Well, that's justifiable. But explain the Mets pick. Is that just Cespedes is like Musk being back in the clubhouse? It's Musk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, personally, I think the sheer drama around the Mets is too much of a distraction for them to make some Cinderella run. Like, I don't. That doesn't really happen a lot in sports where a team with this much behind the scenes drama, um, like overcomes it in like amongst all the other shit going on in everyone's lives. Do that they have like that much on-field drama, drama, though? They've had I mean, two managers this year. A-Rod and... Um, That's front office Lopez, potentially. I mean, that affects the players more than I think you, we think. Potentially. Uh, a lot of it does come down to their their pitching. I think it's it's good enough at the top end to, for a playoff run anyway. Um, if it stays healthy. Yeah, like DeGrom... DeGrom and Syndergaard, and then Stroman, who seems like he's m- more likely to be a, a a big gamer than necessarily like a season line will suggest, you know, with his underwhelming season-long numbers, but the dude's like a bulldog, like he will he will pitch in the playoffs, like he will he'll be there for it, but yeah, that's that's another case where I, I Wait, think their you, offense... You out this season? Who? Syndergaard? Is Syndergaard out for the season? Did he, did he get Tommy John surgery? Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, maybe. Yeah, he did. I have to reconsider that. No, um, I, I'm still what? going with. I'm still going with them. I that was my bad. I somehow glossed <laughs> over that. Um, you really think they're still that good even without him? I think their he, offense. This is a man who's dying. pretty underrated on the Rangers pick. So and and their bullpen wow. is also no quite underrated. Is. Their bullpen is also quite underrated. They have Edwin Diaz, who had an awful down year for whatever reason. It was weird, flukish luck. They still have years familiar, and they added Dylan Batanzas. Seth Lugo I was mean, also amazing last year. Who knows how effective he'll be? That's true. I I think they're really underrated. Like Jeff McNeil, Pete Alonso, another hmm. name who I will mentioned later on Conforto. in this podcast um conforto as well yeah there's they have a better offense than you'd think as well so again who goes old. to the world series who goes to the world series all right it is going to be the padres and they're going to play the wow. Rays. who went that would be the I'm, worst wait, TV before world you... series in history and the padres are going to the world you... series this year Okay. Absolutely. I'm gonna actually. I I'm gonna switch mine to the Rays before. I I meant the Rays, not the Reds. But yeah, keep talking. What? Yeah. Can you okay. do that? Yes, I meant the Rays. All right, hmm. all right. We'll we'll get a ruling on that one. Yeah, I think the Padres are gonna beat the Rays. And one secret weapon that I can foresee in the Padre that the Padres would have in in such a matchup would be 
would be a former player, would be Tommy Pham. I think he's going to, to put the Rays in the ground if they, they come across each other. And then, obviously, all the rest of the, the fun Padres fireworks that they have. It would be a really fun series to watch, I think, between the two of them. The Padres are trading away all their fun outfielders. They don't have they don't have Fran Mill, they don't have Franchi. Yeah. I like Tommy Pham. I like him, but you have Stackhouse Gods and Franchi Cordero and just the I don't know. I have no faith in the Padres. And then, <laughs> and then don't don't discount Eric Hosmer in the World Series too, mind you. But Somehow. I discount him. I'm not discounting him in the World Series because I discount him completely in the regular season. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's again. I I can only make so much sense of what I'm saying, but I it's, it's a feeling. It's a gut feeling. It's what I'm going with. All right, on to the awards. Yeah, yeah, we'll do player awards. We have been doing. We have talked a lot about the team predictions, which is I think we've had a lot of good discussion. We'll see how much uh, controversy arises in these player awards. So let's start with the American League, go back, and we'll start with the Rookie of the Year. So who do you have for Bode as the AO Rookie of the Year? Um, I have Luis Robert right now, and that breaks my heart to say instead of Joe Adele. Okay. I, I think he is probably at least coming into a regular season, he was the the front runner just because he had the most secure playing time. It looking like he would have the most secure playing time and I, extremely toolsy, really talented. Yeah, player. no, that's that's kind of one of the things is with Adele, I want I wanted to pick him for for ever, but he I think he could have really benefited on a lot more consistent triple A time this year, but with no minor league season you're kind of throwing him out to the wolves right now. And if he does earn the rookie of the year, then even better. But I think with him, it might take a little bit longer to see that him, his development fully shine. Yeah. You brought that up um, a little bit there that there is no minor league season. So teams still do have like service time things to think about, but they also don't have a place to send their young promising players if they want to see him and, and get, get them experience. Like, it's going to be interesting to see what like, teams opt to do. They do have like camps, you know, for like the taxi squad and stuff. The, the yeah, but the I though. think it, it, I think I mean it. it just makes more like sense. major league ready guys. They're not they're not sitting there and then somebody gets hurt and they have. They're they're extended spring training, right? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. But you know, yeah, I think so that's just different than they're, like they're getting reps. If you're the Angels and you have Joe Dell and extended spring training for like two months, I don't think you just throw him in in a game in, in September. But if but you need him, you do. If you need him, yeah. you do. But, yeah. I think that's yeah. going to come into play in a lot of these decisions. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Uh, Rudy, who do you have? Yeah, I mean, I also have um, Luis Robert. And I think it's kind of like just a continued conversation you guys just had. I think, like, Rookie of the Year is probably have all the awards. Um, like, almost impossible to really predict this season because um, – and I'm sure we'll talk about it. Like Gavin Lux just got sent down, which I feel like was a big shock. And that's probably just to get him like I think it's like you miss six games, it, it sounds like, and then you get you don't have to get the service time allotment. Um so like the extra year, you know, that this, hack, this, that's uh, not a service time manipulation. He, he showed up to camp late. Um, I know him specifically, that might not be they're doing I'm I'm sorry, I was like just shifting 
Um, like a yeah. lot of teams are not like are going to do that where they're going to send. You're right, though. Thank you for correcting me specific, to clarify him specifically. He was sounds like was not ready to start the season on the major league roster. So yeah, appreciate you. And it was pointing that World out. Series or bust at the Dodgers. You yeah, it's short of season. You can't afford to say okay, he'll work his way back. Mm-hmm. You have Kiki and Taylor to play there. Uh, good old Gavin Liu. Just in general, though, um, thank you for that. Um, I feel like it's gonna be really weird how they like manipulate the rookies' time this year. And like Fargo was talking about, a lot of guys who may have really benefited from being called up later in the season won't have that same opportunity. So, um, long way of just saying, I think Robert is just like the default because he is the the favorite and he's gonna get a lot of playing time. I don't, you know, feel. I'm curious to see what you guys have to say as your options instead potentially. Another interesting point to bring up is the the CBA renegotiation, which would be at the end of the next season. So, if if they the teams and the owners expect that to change the way service time works, um, or if it, if they think it'll be grandfathered and that it's not so applicable, but if they think that it could could change the way service time works for the players they have might might be worth just playing them like i I don't know that that's another consideration i don't know what all the teams are thinking on that front uh ray who do you have um i'll i'll keep adding on Luis robert okay safe pick it's hard to it's hard to pick like rookies uh like predictions well yeah i'm gonna gonna get he's gonna get the playing time and also he's just he's really good (laughs) he is really good He's, he's not super fast. He's, he's, not, he's not the only guy there. He's that's he's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pick his teammate actually, who we discussed a little bit. Uh, maybe not on there actually, but Nick Madrigal, hmm. who I I think, I think will be in a similar a really... situation with the White Sox, where I think they're just gonna want him to play because I think that's a sneaky pick. I, I yeah, really like yeah. that. I think he'll get the playing time for it, and if he just does better than Robert, then. He wins. That's it. Yeah, I would say the opposite, though, just play devil's advocate. Because um, last time I checked, I could be wrong, he wasn't the starting second baseman that predicted for opening day. And I think you could also see, though, teams worried of making um, drastic changes in their lineups because um, there's so little margin of error this year. And I guess the White Sox, it's not playoffs or bust, but if um, – and I can't remember who's the starting second baseman as of now, but if he's just having a good year – they might not be as likely to give Madrigal like extra playing time because you don't have the same luxury of a 162-game series yeah, season. that's true. At the same time, though, you don't have the luxury of waiting out as many sure. games with who? who is it? Yolmers, is Yolmer Sanchez still on the team? I don't know who. No, who he's, he's, he's Lurie Garcia. Lurie Garcia. I think with I, I think Madrigal would be a. I don't care about who's projected to start right now. This we've time and time again we've mentioned how whack this season's going to be. I think it's going to be great. Magic, yeah, Madrigal is one of those guys that he can hit, and he, he got up to Triple A last year. He hit over three thirty. I think he's kind of in another Joe Dell mode where he the White Sox don't necessarily want to send him to a. Um, extended spring training or an off-season camp or in-season camp. So I think once he's in, he'll find his way through that starting rotation. I think that's a really good sneaky pick for Bayou. Aha, I had a good sneaky pick instead of a bad sneaky pick for once. It's your first one ever. Hey, watch it. (laughs) Let's do Cy Young Awards next. 
Barboot? Um, I am going to go with Shane Bieber. I like Shane Bieber a lot. He's the better Bieber. He's the best Bieber. Yeah. He was really good last year. And Especially down the he stretch. was good the year Even before, not, which was yeah. not really talked about. It was not the first time, the first signs he showed of being an elite pitcher. And his, his command is immaculate. He is shown he can keep the velocity up, like a 95-97 fastball. He has like four pitches that he can do whatever he wants with. Like that's that's good no matter what. Anyway. Yeah. All right, Rudy, who you got? So I mean, I don't know if I'm just boring or a slave to the obvious selections and have not put enough thought into it what it is, but I, I feel like Garrett Cole has to be the favorite. I mean I feel like he's the most accomplished pitcher in baseball to not have won a Cy Young up to this point, and who's still in their prime and still capable That's of winning so crazy. one. crazy. He didn't win last year. I just like, remembered that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I don't want to make it into, like, a, he's, like, he, he's earned it type of thing, so that's, like, not really a valid site. I think that's, like, really dangerous game to play with these awards. Um, But I feel like it's just going to be his year, and the Yankees are going to have a good season. That's going to give him the extra oomph he needs to finally get the award. I would love to see it. Uh, Ray, who you got? Uh, I also have Shane Bieber. I, I mean, we we mentioned it. He's been good since he's come into the league. And also this year, he is unequivocally the guy in Cleveland with, with Kluber in Texas, uh, with Kluber with the apparent uh, division champion Rangers. Yes, um, sir. But, I mean, I, I think Bieber is really going to show out this year, and he's, and he's going to, you know, get the – spotlight that that he deserves i would love to see it I, i'm amazed that shane bieber was the uh is the top cy young pick of this group and that's not even with me i didn't i'm not picking shane bieber as the cy young so i'm, I'm happy about that though that you guys like him that much uh, i'm going with tyler glass now which might be a little like interesting it. as well but that, he's a not clear a upside sneaky. player he's a clear that's... upside player yeah that's not a good sneaky pick. That's not a bad sneaky pick. I think that's just a sneaky pick. With he, he has maybe like the most potential out of it. It's, it's weird to say that he has Garrett Cole potential and then Garrett Cole is in the same division and like doing Garrett Cole things and I'm not picking Garrett Cole. Um, the more you say that, the more the Pirates fans will cry at that trade. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> the Pirates fans nightmare right here. I think Tyler Glass now seems like both he... trades for the Pirates, the Cole trade and the Glass now trade. That's that's what that's what he's referring to. Yeah, I think he's a I think he's a really measured pitcher at this point in his career. He showed that he can handle pitching in in his spotlight. Well, I, I don't know actually because he was like tipping his pitches, but and so like I don't know. He he handled that whole. The next game he pitched though, well. he was fine. Yeah, he he handled that whole thing pretty well. That. Um, and the Rays, I think, pretty convincingly converted him into the ace caliber pitcher he was looking like he could be with the Pirates, and it's just health concerns. That's it. So I, if he stays healthy, that's that's him. I think it's him. Let's do the MVP for the American League. 
and we'll start with Farbud again. Um, I think I kind of alluded to this. Actually, I don't know if I alluded to this, but I'm going with Shohei Otani. Um, he's going to get the Sunday games on the mound. He's going to um, hit three or four times a week, and I'm just very excited to see a guy that some people are saying, especially with Trout taking like a week to two off um, with the birth of his child, he's he could very well be the most valuable player on the Angels um, over Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon. Yeah, I'm going to go Shohei. Okay. Um, I, I like it a lot. Uh, Rudy, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. I want to see what the other two predictions are. Before. Okay, all right. <laughs> this is he's making up the rules as we go. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I will say this: I'm not gonna pick Trout because I think he's gonna miss too many games in such a short yeah. season. I can't I can't stop him from. from I will say though, if you um if you think that that's too many games, he did. There was one season a couple years ago where he finished third after missing over a third of the year with an injury. Um, so he has gotten pretty damn close. Hmm. All right. Well, Ray, who you got then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think Trout's gonna miss enough games because I think he's still gonna put up absurd numbers, and I I still have Trout for my MVP. He he does tend to do that, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes. He tends to be in the MVP discussion regardless of how many games he plays. And even and, and also, I think it's it's when you it's. My feeling is that the discussion isn't going to be about how many games he missed. I think it's going to be the fact that the reason he missed the games was because of paternity leave and, like, I guess quarantine maybe, and, like, not injury, like, time. I don't know. I feel like that'll affect the conversation a little mm, bit. Maybe it will. I, I, I don't see it that way, but it could. It could sway the conversation. All right. Uh, do you want? Do you still want to hear mine before yours, Rudy? Yes. Okay. I'm going... <laughs> With the uh, the AL West champion's best player, Joey Gallo, oh as the MVP, which I hope explains a little bit as to why I think the Rangers. It doesn't. <laughs> well, I I think Joey Gallo is going to be really good, and I know this doesn't mean anything with how he's going to perform. But last year he missed a lot of the season with with injury. In the time he did play, he showed that he had taken a next step forward in terms of just every, like he always hit for the crazy power, but he really did start to look more like a complete package uh, as well as yeah. in the field. Like he was looking like a legit MVP contender at the time he went down. This, this is one thing I'll say about last year. One thing I'll say about Joey Gallo is I don't, like I said, I don't agree with your division pick, but with, I could see Joey Gallo, um, putting together a stretch where he is by far leading the American League in home runs. And if the, if he has like 35 home runs or 40 home runs I in 60 games. I don't think you understand how many is possible in 60. So last year, for, for frame of reference, he played in 70 games and hit 22 home runs. Yeah. Which was the, really the good. Most, that was like MVP pace. The most ever <laughs> um, in the 60-game season, uh, like in the 60-game in season, was 24 by Matt Olson. So if, I mean, if he blows that away i i think voters might be turned off by his batting average even though he is consistently he Who the heck year, cares he the, dude he gets on he got on base last year at a 390 clip no i i'm, I'm not disagreeing with you I, I think the other picks so far have been better but 
I don't <laughs> see um I, I I do see a small chance that Joey Gallo just turns it on and when um gets him at MVP votes. You better believe it. Or Bo basically just said that he doesn't disagree with your pick, but he thinks it's bad. Yes. <laughs> I'll take it. Rudy, let's you've kept us in suspense so long. Please drop okay, a bomb on well, us. Yeah. So I'm going to go with this. I think the Yankees play an absurd amount of games against the Orioles and the Marlins and potentially a homeless Blue Jays, which I can't say that doesn't have some depth. <laughs> a homeless Blue Jays just sounds really So I, I'm going to go with uh, Glaber Torres, n- nor, n- uh, notorious destroyer of all Orioles and of all their birds. children. Yeah. Um, the... I, I, you I know, know Rudy. I think you I'm know super... Rudy was a Yankees fan. <laughs> Couldn't tell. I mean, I, I certainly like. I've definitely like shown my biases in these predictions, but I also think they're just the best team, and there is a there is some discernible logic behind most of what I've said. I, I think I ironically I've picked it. I, the Yankees just happen to be the favorite for except for this. A lot of these things that I've said before. Oh, I, I agree. I. I mean, yeah. yes, you have had log. Yeah, there's there's logic behind all your picks, but I just think it's funny how Yankees are going to win the division, Yankees are going to win the World Series, and then your Cy Young and MVP so far have been Yankees. So that's, that's kind of just weird. Wait, who's our rookie going to be? <laughs> Wait, what's that? Who's going to be your Yankees Rookie of the Year? Oh, I do we even Please, have we, rookies? We do. Esteban <laughs> Floreal is gonna win Rookie of the Year. Well, but I I'll take it. You want me to yeah, change? Esteban Floreal hasn't Floreal. played in the majors at all, so if he played, he would be eligible. Sixty man roster. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, well, it'll be somebody. Gio or Shell. I think if I were to pick a Yankee, if like an MVP from the Yankees, it would be uh, Judge. It's Gio yeah, Shell, guys. I don't with Judge, but I just don't trust health completely yet to to go all in so i guess if i'm just gonna do this for the sake of doing it might as well go judge that's fair so judge now no it's no labor okay all right um, that's a really good that's a really well calculated pick based on matchups i like it yeah thank you nationally all right nationally rookies of the year we'll go we'll go a little faster through this these ones maybe uh Who's starting? Farbode, you're starting. Uh, um, I would like to. No, I'll. I'm gonna just go with one. You guys might yell at me, but I'm gonna go with Shogo Akiyama of the Reds. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that I have him too. I like that. I also. Oh, okay. Ah, this one might be easy. Ray, who do you have? <laughs> um, I have Mitch Keller of the Pirates, pitcher. That's also good. Is he? He's still rookie eligible. Yeah. Yeah, he's still rookie eligible. Okay. Uh, he, yeah, I, I literally looked up rookie of the year contenders this year. Uh, fantasy, fantasy players love Mitch Keller for some reason as like late round. I drafted Mitch Keller. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it takes. Those are, that's a good pick. I like that. I'm not. I, I haven't heard like too great of things about Akiyama. He'll get playing time. Yeah. He's my national yeah. league champion. He's on my national league yeah. champion Reds. He's yeah, gonna if he, win. If he leads off for the Reds, who we all think are going to be amazing, like he's going to have something to do with that, right? So, yeah, there's, there's that to consider. I mean, I have a cheating pick because he's like 32, but uh, I just feel he's like the Masahiro Tanaka. Yeah, did he win rookie of the year? 
worse than that. Tanaka had to be like in his no, pain. Tanaka, no, no. But uh, I feel like, like we just said, he's like clearly like competent, and I think that's going to be all you need to do to win the Rookie of the Year this year. <laughs> all right. And Tanaka was 25 in his first year with the Yankees. Okay, so he's still decently young. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do the next one, the Cy Young Award, in the National League. Farbode, who do you have? I have uh, Walker Bueller. I think he's going to be just nasty. Is he? Is Walker Bueller slated to go full season, or is he another case where he's? Uh, yeah, he's, he's on track to start. He's on track to start his first game next next Tuesday against Houston. Uh-huh. But, okay, yeah, so that's he's that's a pretty much slow out of the gates. It's pretty yeah. much full season. Oh, yeah, full season, but yeah. I didn't know how much time he was. I just read that he was missing a little time. Okay. N- not much dispute there. No. Uh, Rudy, Ray. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Or Rudy. <laughs> what? Well, who's your Cy Young? I really... I really wanted to go with my guy Scherzer. And... I just feel like his career deserves one more Cy Young, so I'm going to give it to him. But I, I think from a pure logic standpoint, I, I, I really see the case of Bueller. I, I can see him, maybe him or Flaherty deserving the most uh, support in this case. But I'm going to go with Scherzer for my personal satisfaction. Nice. For your personal satisfaction. Nice. Two color guys. Not a Yankee. Not a Yankee. Oh, it's pretty hard to choose the Yankees. <laughs> Neither is Shogo Akiyama. Take that. <laughs> is it Ray now? It is. Yeah, um, I'm going with Jack Flaherty. Wow. He ended the year on such a heater. Granted, the, I mean, did he have a bad playoffs? I know he can't lot like lackluster performances. Um, but I, it seems like these kind of pitchers who just like put up absurd numbers do them over like a parts of a couple seasons like like how Arietta was unreal for like a season and a half so I'm kind of putting Flaherty in that camp so over 60 games he's gonna win it I think Bueller's gonna start a little slow just because he's got to get back into it my dark horse pick uh I didn't pick him because I don't want to be like Rudy be, be too homer just Clayton Kershaw okay I like that pick and um for to answer your question Flaherty last year in the playoffs uh against Atlanta he won a game lost a game he pitched two games 277 ERA 13 I mean he did fine he lost one game against the Nationals which he gave up as four runs. every Cardinals pitcher <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice yeah, yeah. true <laughs> yeah I think the 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 one thing with like the Kershaw perspective is that like he would have to have a tremendous season in the span i think that's what it's going to take to win it in this like a consistent like a decent consistent performance i don't think is going to cut it because i think there is the potential that people will just have insane years so a lot of my my player he picks could, have he, been he just still, he still could though <laughs> he, he could it's less likely it's less likely with considering how he like he he's been lately more like model consistency like nine and a half k's per nine six like six inning quality start every time no longer like the we expect a sub two ERA from this guy like when he's on type of pitcher. You know what I mean? It's like so, a little different, little different type of. Do you guys think that he has the um, after all that dominance? Obviously, there has been some decline the pitcher he is, but I mean, there's no doubt he's still a great pitcher. Do you guys think he has kind of the 
LeBron James thing where he has to go above and beyond just insane numbers to get the votes to be at Cy Young? No, I don't think so. Cy Young, I think, is also such like a weird award that like it's so arbitrary. I mean, Rick Porcello won. I mean, that's all you need to know about like the validity of the voters. So that I feel like it's not even like you don't even get like the NBA analysis of like a general the accepted criteria of like little controversy. Uh, instead, in like the MLB, you have a statistic that's widely accepted that's meaningless. I mean, it's a huge flaw in any system. I mean, I, I see the comparison you're making. But I also think LeBron, I'm sorry, the level he's at now in his career is way above, I would think. I think Kershaw is still. I mean, Kershaw is not arguably the best player, best pitcher in the league still. No, correct so do you wrong. think Trout's going to get to that point? Or is As he at pitcher? that point? As a no, for, <laughs> for forward, actually. The renaissance. Trout's there. Trout's more closely resembling the LeBron comparison. That's a different discussion for a different day. My, I'll, I'll go ahead and say my Cy Young as well, who is all, it's going to be bold. I know, right? Shocking. Um, I'm going with Zach Gallon. I'm introducing a new, I like young, Gallen. high you upside really arm. I love Zach Gallon. I do. Fantasy owners love him as well. But it's, it's, it's with good reason. It's the same reasons I love Shane Bieber. He has really good command, which, I, okay, I will say with you, last year was really weird. He had like back to back starts where he walked either six or seven batters it was just a weird outlier two starts like the rest of the second half of the season he was great it, just those two starts like really blew up his whip it, 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 and even his post all-star game whip was 1.19 and like that's even including that the, like the rest of the time he was picture perfect with his his command he throws four pitches as well and i i just think he's he's the new the new Shane B. He's the breakout guy. He could have a Jack while Flaherty he, type stretch. I'm just going to keep saying young he, pitchers to compare him to for no reason. <laughs> while he can be that, like, have that breakout season, I don't think he's going to be, I mean, anything's happened in 60 games. I don't think, I think he's going to win a Cy Young in, in the coming years, but I don't think he's going to win them now. I think he, well, he, another reason why I think he has the upside too is just, like, he, he is kind of streaky, like you say, and if he just has a good streak, then then he's got it. Like, before coming up to the majors, he was being talked about, he was dominating the PCL. He had, like, a he had like a one ERA over, you know, a couple months span, essentially, in the PCL um, at the AAA level, like, coming before coming up, and that's what really got everybody's attention to begin with, so... Might be streaky, but streaky might be good right now. Is what we're looking at in this kind of season. Let's do the MVPs and then we'll we'll wrap it up for the podcast. Let's start with Farbode. The MVPs for yes, the National League. For the National League. Uh, I am going to go with, as I alluded to earlier, I'm going to go with Ronald Acuna. Acuna. Yeah, I don't know if I can argue with you. Yeah, I I don't want to explain it. <laughs> he's really he's really talented. Uh, Rudy, who do you have? Yeah, I'm going to go with Betts. I feel like those extra games at Coors Field and just being on a really dominant team are going to push him over the top. If, if you're going to factor in the Coors games, you might as well just pick Max Muncy from the Dodgers. Or Tatis. Player. Why? Because Max Muncy just obliterates Coors Field like nobody else. It's... Ridiculous, but Betts is objectively a way better. Oh yeah, Betts will likely have the better season and everything. But I'm I'm just saying, like, it's 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 yeah. crazy. 
just yeah the, the fact that the Dodgers I, I, I think personally when it comes to these awards I put a lot of weight in the narrative of the teams for how baseball voters tend to vote so I feel like I so for me the Dodgers are going to be like the uh NL team at the face of all media and I think that's going to help that's an MVP race that I'm going to assume is going to be statistically minusculely close given the circumstances. Okay. It's a solid pick. He's, he's capable for sure. Uh, Ray, who you got? Uh, I'm also going with Mookie Betts. All right. I like that. I mean, he has the best name. That's all really matters, right? Mookie. It is. It's a great name. All right. Well, if, well, you guys definitely know who I'm picking uh, and anybody who has happened to listen to, one of these prediction podcasts in the past knows as well. Uh, my pick is, oh, he he has he has an edge from last year. He has been upgraded from the third best position player on his team to the second best position player on his team, and that's Trey After Turner, fourth <laughs> of the Nationals. Wait, wait, who, yeah. who else other than Juan Soto? Like, who's better than Trey Turner? No, no, Arlen Castro. No, the year before he was fourth. <laughs> the year he before was there was Harper as well. Harper, yeah. Okay, that's what you're saying. Yes. So he's creeping up every year. He just needs to get rid of Juan Soto, and then he's the best player in the Nationals, and then he's the MVP. That's not really how it works. But Trey Turner is going to win the MVP. Um, Do you I, want to give some explanation why you're going with him? I, I made a promise that I would pick Trey Turner to win the NL MVP every year until he does, because I know he's going to. It's going to happen, yeah. and I'm a man of I my I believe word. you picked him. The first time you picked him was the 2017 season. <laughs> I believe so. That makes sense. It was right so after his why... crazy breakout year, whatever, whenever that was. So it was right after he, it wasn't even his breakout year. Like he, like no, it was yeah, like his second half. Or, yeah, yeah that was his breakout fall. season. Yeah. He came up like partway through the season and just tore it up. And that was yeah. It. So Trey Turner this year, he's doing it. He's doing it again. Crazy half, tear him up, steal all the bases, hit home runs, do it all. He's the guy. That's how we're going to end it for today. Thank you everybody for joining us. Let us know who you thought had the the best predictions and if you thought they were mine then you're crazy so you know, let us know what you think leave leave comments and uh, connect with us on social media at beat the shift bp we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook so go ahead and connect with us there make sure to rate comment and subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed and visit beattheshiftbaseball.com for all of our podcasts articles anything else it'll be there so that is it for today thank you everybody one last time as always farbode peace